Jackson had a 3.8 QBR. Wow, that was pretty good. 40 what? The 40. Caleb so. likes those overs. Well, I, I just I just picked two unders. What? Oregon. Um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I want mean, to see why not? The, the, the bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at 8 o'clock. Pack 12 after the Good teams win, great teams cover. I've always said <laughs> Well... With, with, with 10 games over Miss, Mr. Safe over there. Ga- oh, Safe. That's a bold like, move. Why not? Like uh, 12 weeks, we'll be unemployed. I just want to say. That's right. In, twel- in 12 weeks, we'll be, uh, we'll be sitting next to the burn, bar- burn barrel out uh, under the bridge. Run the RPO, Chad. It's not hard. Rutgers is good. They lost yeah. their coach. Okay. They're, they're, they're doing so good, their coach just <laughs> got fired. <laughs> My notes yeah, on this game, did. it says Iowa and Michigan are both awful. <laughs> and their offense is very, very bad. We need to come up I with, th- like, an algorithm. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Six. I think he shanked the extra point. Leeches off his rocker. <laughs> this is the Kick Six Project. It's Nathan, Caleb, and Dick. That's right. This is the Kick Six Podcast. With me, I'm Nate. With me, as always, Caleb and Jake. Say what's up, guys. What's up, guys? And Jake is not here. Jake had some things to take care of tonight, so it's just Caleb and I. But uh, kicking it, kicking it back to the old school um, once again. Couldn't get Maddie to sit in on with us. Uh, she had some other stuff to do. So, oh, uh, come on, Maddie, let us down. Come on, Maddie. Um, but uh, this is our week number uh, thirteen recap show. We had another crazy, um, crazy week of college football twenty twenty. We had postponements. We had upsets. We had. Um, the coaching carousel has begun. Um, we weren't sure how uh, how that would look in, in, in 2020, but uh, it, yeah, as a as a Facebook post from JB, our local guy, he said another one bites the dust. Yeah, talking about Derek Mason. Yeah, yeah. So that's two SEC East um, coaches already gone uh, in uh, Will Muschamp and uh, Derek Mason. They just announced Vanderbilt just announced that uh, Derek Mason. Um, has been relieved of his duties uh, after a winless season, and then uh, that's following a forty-one to nothing um, loss to Mizzou. Um, Yikes! Yeah. So, uh, so I guess I'm getting this right. So, Mizzou, um, I guess Vanderbilt had a team that that had canceled, so they switched it up, and Mizzou played them, and then Arkansas, yeah, Arkansas, so. uh, the Arkansas game was switched around. So, I'm sure Jake can shed some light on that um, on Thursday. But, um, yeah, so, uh, Vandy, uh, that's it. Week 13 recap is over. Vandy loses 41 to nothing. Coach gets <laughs> fired. We'll see you guys next time. Um, yeah, apparently, uh, Vanderbilt had a, a kicker who was a girl. First ever play at a Power 5 level. Yeah, cool. yeah, first ever Power 5, uh, kicker. Her, uh, her last Female name. Female kicker? Yeah, her name is, uh, her last name is Fuller. And, um, it was funny because so uh, Vanderbilt got the ball, received the the second half or the first half kickoff, uh, and didn't score at all in the uh, in the first half, so they didn't get the they didn't get the kick, and then uh, she the only time she got the kick the whole game was a second half kickoff, um, so she only got the she only got the goal on the field once. They didn't get to attempt any field goals, Dang. and and uh, she only got the kickoff the one time. But um, yeah, they were uh, they were hoping they could get in field goal range, but uh, it never quite happened, and. Uh, Apparently she was uh, the goalie on the soccer team. 
but the uh, goalie. Yeah, she's a goalie. I guess yeah, the goalie usually does make the furthest kick. I was thinking that was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but I was thinking like she'd be a a, a really good punter. She you probably know? run some people over too. Yeah, yeah. She she was built pre- she was uh built pretty stout. She looked a lot better than a lot of the guy kickers as far as uh <laughs> as far as statue goes. She's probably say. more athletic than most of them too. Honestly, it looks like forty one to nothing. She could probably needs to start in the uh in the secondary. She probably just Randall. start for yeah. <laughs> start the as a middle linebacker maybe. Yeah, um Basil Leck was thirty of thirty seven, three hundred and eighteen yards passing. So yeah. Jeez, uh, Vandy could use some help, but Derek Mason's out, Will Muschamp's out, and then we got some more uh, the coaching. Talk. Who do you think would be next to get fired in the SEC? Uh, I don't know if someone was. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, we talked about him being on the hot seat, but I don't know. Um, I think I think he's recruiting well enough that they're going to keep him around. Um, you know, d- despite uh, despite the flaws. Gus, I think, was two losses away from getting fired. Yeah, yeah. The thing he is, a lot. He could should have lost to Arkansas. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then another, one other loss. And we'll we'll get to the Bama the Bama game, but um, I don't know. I think they'll keep him around a little bit. He may make some changes as far as coordinators go, but yeah. um, that's that's nothing new. But anyways, how do we, how do we fare on our picks this week? Um, all three of us we went four, two and four. Oh, that's. Hey, yeah, I kept up. I didn't. Good. I didn't lose any ground on you guys. No. But um, our our team our team composite is is uh is heading in the wrong direction. Yes, it is. So, all right. Well, let's uh let's go to uh, let's go down through the through the list of games, and then we'll touch on some of the other ones um, as we go. Uh, the first game on the slate was uh, Friday, Black Friday, um, Iowa State number thirteen at the Texas Longhorns uh, leads us to another hot seat candidate. Iowa State yeah. sneaks away with this one, um, twenty three to twenty. Um, Dicker, the kicker, missed like a 50-yarder, um, barely, uh, as time yeah. expired, and, uh, Iowa State was able, uh, to win. What were the picks in this one? Um, let me go back here. I, Jake had Iowa State, minus one, that was a winner. Uh, I had the over, for some reason, Big Ten has not hit a single over this big, year, I feel like. Big 12. So, you haven't, you haven't won have a big, big 12, 12 over yet. I haven't won a Big 12 over all year, so... Next week, definitely not going to pick that. And Nate, you had Texas plus one, and they ended up losing. So. Yeah, uh, you and I were watching this, and we were both kind of counting on overtime. Um, yeah, man, this is just—I don't know. I know. Uh, so I, I read some some Texas information. It looks like uh, Tom Herman is is not a matter of if he's going to get fired. It's going to be a matter of when. Uh, they've kind of got their um, their list of potential candidates out. I'll talk about that in a second, but. Uh, this is Sam Anlinger's uh, senior day. He was 17 to 29, 298 yards, uh, one touchdown. But man, he just looked beat up. Um, and I know in the 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 post game press conference, uh, he just was really kind of beat up and didn't have a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of good things to say. Uh, seems like the morale is a little bit down there at Texas, and they just they just can't seem to can't seem to get over that hump. Yeah. Um. <laughs> It says here Cameron Dicker had a pass for five yards. Oh, wow. Is that true? I have no idea, but um, that, that sounds pretty cool. Maybe they, they faked it. I didn't see that. I saw the, it says like, Tex- the fourth Texas quarter. Texas passing. Sam Ellinger, 17 for 23, 298 yards, so, and the touchdown. With an 81.1 QBR, C. Dicker, one for one, five yards, 92.6 K- 
QBR. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so I guess um, he had a pass. Yeah, they must have they must have faked it or something. Um, yeah. But uh, Eagles had a really good game. Five receptions, 142 yards. Sam Ellinger led them on the ground. 15 carries, 65 yards, and a touchdown. And you think, man, that guy just takes a beating. Um, yeah. And he's probably to the point, you know, five and three now, uh, four and three in conference play. Um, it seems like year after year they just can't quite get over the hump. And, and he does everything they possibly ask him to do to win the game. And, you know, they just don't get it done. Uh, he did take a, a pretty costly sack there at the end of the game uh, that, that put the field goal seven or eight yards uh, further than it had to be. Um, that kind of cost him. But um, can't blame him a whole lot. He was the reason why they were even in this game. Brock Purdy played nice, 25 of 36, 312 yards, one touchdown. And it looks like the Cyclones uh, are moving their ways up in the rankings and will probably be um, headed for the uh, the Big 12 championship. I'd like to, I'd like to see them win that. Yeah, that'd be good, especially for uh, Matt Campbell. Uh, he's going to be a huge yeah. name on the coaching um, search, and I think I think Michigan will probably be looking at him as well as maybe even Texas. Um, but he's got a good thing going would, there, man. I would stay right where I'm at if I'm Matt Campbell. Yeah, I think I think the quote that he said was five star culture beats five star talent." Um, yeah, and uh, I think that's that's kind of the issue because Texas has got all those five stars, uh, but they just they just can't can't seem to get it done. So. All right. Yeah, they can't put it together. Moving along, uh, this is another one probably going to be long-winded on. Uh, it's a Friday night, uh, Friday afternoon game. Uh, number two, Notre Dame, thirty-one over the North Carolina Tar Heels. Number nineteen, thirty-one to seventeen. Uh, what were the picks in that one, Kim? Um, me and Jake both had Notre Dame minus five and a half, and that was a win. And Nate had the over sixty-seven and a half, and that was a loss. Man, that was a good pick. I thought. First four drives were like crap. This is gonna be a shootout, and it just—I guess Notre Dame defense just clicked in the second half, and they out shut them out. So yeah, the uh, my my over was looking pretty good. It was twenty-eight points in the in the first quarter, um, and then it, it slowed down from there. Clark Lee made some adjustments on the defensive side, um, and it was just a complete domination after that that first that first quarter. They had like one hundred sixty yards in the first quarter. They had under fifty yards each quarter after so under 50 in the second under 50 in the third and under 50 yards in the fourth quarter uh sam howell never could quite get comfortable after those first couple drives um notre dame's defense just this dominant and uh this this game when you look at the stat line and you kind of look at how things laid out it seemed like it was closer as we were watching it you know 31 yeah. 17 foot but it was it was a complete blowout by the time you realized uh what exactly UNC was unable to do. They couldn't do anything in the second half. It was just like a different defense came out. Yeah, UNC was um, um, they're they're a fourth quarter team, and they kept saying that on the broadcast to how you know UNC just waits to the fourth quarter. Um, you know they've overcome like sixty five point deficit uh, throughout the season um, in the fourth quarter, and it, it just never happened. Sam Howell was seventeen to twenty seven, two hundred eleven yards, had the one touchdown passing, one touchdown rushing. Um, I think the story is uh, the lack of the run game uh, for UNC's running backs. Both of them were averaging over um, over two hundred or over a hundred yards, excuse me, um, a game. And uh, Carter had looks like uh, fifty-seven yards, and Williams only had 20, 28. 28 yards. Um, and most of those were in the first quarter. Yeah, uh, Williams had a, a, a or excuse me, Carter had a twenty-six yard uh, rush in the first quarter. 
Um, so he only he only got 30 yards um, after that, and the other guy, 11 carries for for 28 yards. Um, I was really impressed Th- this game. I I can't say enough about it. Ian Book, 23 of 33, 279 yards, a touchdown, um, 87.2 QBR, and he played um, really well. He played pretty well. Yeah, Kyron Williams over 100 yards again. Oh, went um, off. Yeah. 20, two touchdowns. 23 carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns, had a long of 47. He also caught some passes out of the, the backfield. And um, I think another thing to mention, um, receiving for Notre Dame. We um, The first few games of the year, they were looking for someone to provide that spark. Javon McKinley, six receptions, 135 yards. Um, Michael Mayer, four receptions, 54 yards. And then Ben Spironic. Um, had three receptions for 34 yards, and he also had a touchdown on a jet sweep. So, um, overall, very, very good game, and uh, I'm excited to see um, what the the remainder of the season looks like for Notre Dame as well as hopefully a a playoff bid. Yeah, I think the the second half sack total is what, six sacks, and I think all but one of them were in the second half. I think Notre Dame has the best – I mean, you saw it against Clemson, the, the best fourth-quarter defense in the country. Well, I think the thing is they need to go ahead and just get the Brinks truck, uh, semi-truck, whatever it takes with as much money as they need to, and yeah. lo- lock down Clark Lee for a couple more years, continue the recruiting, um, because they're, they're playing defense at a, a championship level. Yeah, um, it's, it's insane. And, and Tommy Reese is actually – he's been calling some really good really good games the last few, few weeks, and I know North Carolina's defense is amazing, but um, – he won the chess match against uh, Venables, um, and uh, we'll we're gonna talk about kind of playoff in the end. Um, so so remind me to uh, to let you know my uh, my dream top four. I posted it on the account, but we'll talk about that when we're done. So, all right, moving along. Next game on the list was another Friday night bout. Uh, number fifteen Oregon goes to Oregon State. The Ducks fall 38-41, and I think all we can say about this is see you later, Pac-12. But Yeah, bye-bye, Pac-12. You didn't have much of a chance coming in, but you really don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so Oregon drops. This is kind of a, a wet, sloppy, ugly game, kind of back and forth. Uh, it looked like Oregon was going to kind of pull away, um, and uh, then they decided to give up uh, 22 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, to or- oh. Oregon State, but behind uh, Jefferson's twenty-nine carries, two hundred and and twenty-six yards and two touchdowns, um, that is kind of the story of the game. And I'm I'm happy for the bees, man. The uh, uh, the the turnover chainsaw, the whole bit. Uh, it's good for them to get a win uh, against uh, the rival, uh, the Ducks. I think yeah. I think that's my new West Coast team, man. The beeves. The beeves, man. We lost. We lost Mike Leach out there, at Washington State, and uh, I think I'm just gonna have to just, you know, jump on the beeves bandwagon. This. Well, I was looking at Oregon State's stats, and they had three, six, seven guys carry the ball 44 times for 270 yards. Yeah, Oregon did not do a good job of stopping stopping the run. That's crazy. Uh, the the only uh, the only hope maybe, um, and we'll we'll get to this, but uh, Washington remained unde- remains undefeated in the um, in the Pac-12. But again, I think all three of their wins are against teams that have not gotten a win yet. 
so that's yeah. something to keep an eye on. Um, they're, and, they're not going to make it. No, they're not going to play enough Sorry. games. And, and I got a hot take that I don't think a Big Ten team should make make the playoff either. But that's just a me. Big Ten. Yeah, uh, and I think I think our next game is in the Big Ten. Uh, what's the next game on the slate, Kim? Um, we go Penn State at Michigan. Yeah, Penn State at Michigan. Oh my gosh, dude! Can you say dumpster, yeah. dumpster fire? Dude, what the heck? Michigan falls twenty-seven to seventeen. Penn State gets on the win column for the year. Um, Michigan moves to two and four on the season. Michigan doesn't have a defense. Michigan doesn't have a quarterback. Um, McNamara twelve of twenty-five, ninety-one yards passing. Uh, they did have a 100-yard rusher in this game, 17 carries, 102 yards, Haskins, and two touchdowns. But, um, man, it's just their offense is anemic. Their defense um, is really not um, is really not doing a whole lot. Um, yeah, I didn't get the – I didn't watch it, any of this game. Yeah. So I didn't really get to see how both – but, I mean, like I I'm pretty sure I, I called this last week in the uh, picks pod. Yeah. I said – this is going to be – I picked the under. Me and Nate both picked the under. I was like, this is just going to be a like watching paint dry kind of yeah. game. This is going to be ugly. Ain't nothing going to happen good. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. <laughs> it seems it, like that's what happened. Yeah, it was uh, – I mean, Clifford was 17-28, 163 yards. These two quarterbacks combined had barely over 200 yards passing. Um, each each team had a 100-plus yard rusher. Um but uh, it was a uh, it was it was an it was an ugly one. I'm looking for the turnovers um, in the games. Looked like there was a couple fumbles lost by Michigan. Um, there was a, a couple fumbles um, by receivers for Penn State. Um, yeah. It look it looks like uh, it looks like it was not not a uh, not a pretty game whatsoever um, as far as from that standpoint goes. But uh, that's kind of what we figured from two teams that. Uh, hadn't got on the win column. What were the picks for this game, Kim? Um, me and you had the under fifty-eight, and that was wins. And then Mich- Jake had Michigan minus two. That was a, that was a loss. Yeah, that was a loss. Did Joe? Did Milton get hurt? Um, I don't even know if he played in this game. This is what I was talking about that I thought. Mac- no, he had uh, he had three attempts. Okay, one, one maybe twenty-one yards. They probably brought him in. Um, Harbaugh does that. So, um, speaking of hot seat, uh, I think Harbaugh is on the hot seat. I think probably uh, Matt Campbell and Luke Fickle are probably who they're going to try to go after. At least that's what it seems to be from from the Michigan um, people who hope Harbaugh is fired. Uh, but he may not be. Um, yeah. They'll either let him resign or maybe keep him for one more year. But uh, I, I think something's got to be done there. Um, he, he just has, like, the the worst press conferences. He's yeah. like, well, we just we gotta attack. Players on our team know that we just gotta go start attacking. And it's like, no, dude, you have to tackle people. You have to not fumble. You have to be able to throw, catch, and run the ball. Um, you know, I don't know what attack means. Um, you know, attack the day or whatever he says, and but it's not yeah. getting it's not getting it done this year. Um, yeah, nobody knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So, uh, another loss for Harbaugh. Uh, the Big Ten is a just complete trash storm. Um, yeah, and uh, remind me to bring that back up when we get to uh, the re- most recent playoff predictor. So, all right. What was the next one on the slate? Uh, we go to the Iron Bowl. Oh, the Iron and Bowl. We all 
picked over 62 and a half and we all lost that one man yeah so this surprised me um i i i thought bama would score uh at least 50 uh, yeah i thought they'd score a lot more they just I thought auburn scored 21 yeah in yeah. trash time i thought it'd be like a sneaky over yeah i thought it'd be something like like 52 to 21 um uh, you know and go and bama almost get the over themselves um Mama wins this one 42 to 13. Um, one of the bigger spreaded iron bowls that we've seen, 24 and a half points. Um, Saban was Saban was not there. He had to watch from Zoom. <laughs> and uh, he did a pretty cool press conference from like his, his billiard room. So if you haven't checked that out, check that out on ESPN. Yeah, there's a video right here on ESPN.com. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um uh, Mac, Mac, yeah, oh, let's hear it. Go for it. Uh I just wanted to do I want to do Auburn stats. You can do the other one. Uh Bo Nix. Bo, he lived up to his name. Bo picks, twenty-three for thirty-eight, two interceptions. Two interceptions. Two interceptions. Uh, their leading rusher for Auburn had fourteen carries, fifty-seven yards. So, uh, looks like looks like Bama's defense was not. not uh, I, I I think it's going to be very hard for anyone to beat Bama this year. Yeah, they're good. Uh, I don't know. If, I know the SEC is down uh, as far as the SEC West, uh, but they handled the next best team, which is I'm assuming A and M. Um, they handled them pretty simply. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they they've taken care of business. Uh, Mac Jones looks really good. Eighteen to twenty six, uh, three hundred two yards, five total touchdowns in this one. Um, not a tough game for him. <laughs> I mean, he just no. you watch the highlights and receivers were just out there running wide open. Devonta Smith, Michi, uh, Devonta Smith, seven receptions, one hundred seventy one yards and two touchdowns. Michi had 55 yards and two touchdowns. And then I think Najee Harris, um, Devonta Smith passed the SEC record for most uh, uh, career uh, receiving touchdowns. I think Najee Harris is knocking on the door. Uh, he had 11 carries, 96 yards, one touchdown. He's leading the nation now um, in total touchdowns on the season. So um, the tide is going to be uh, it's going to be tough to keep them from rolling um, the remainder of the year. Yeah, um, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, two, four, five, twenty-five, <laughs> twenty-five players had ninety-three tackles and eight. Wow. Eight sacks for the uh, tied defense. Wow. Eight, eight sacks. Uh, eight so, sacks. So, and I think that's going to be the difference in the SEC championship game. I think. Auburn or Alabama's defense or offense is going to score at will on Florida, but I don't think Florida's defense will be able to. Or I think Alabama's defense, Alabama's defense will, will be able will be able to get enough stops to win. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't know that they're going to shut them down like they did Georgia, but Georgia doesn't have an offense. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, I mean if if trash goes out and. Has that Heisman game? It would have to be then. But I mean, if he beats Bama, he's going to win the Heisman. Yeah, but he could still have five touchdowns and still lose. And still lose fifty-two yeah. to thirty-five. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? If you think about Baker Mayfield, his Heisman year in the Rose Bowl against Georgia, Georgia's offense was not that good, but and Baker had like five, five or six touchdowns in the Rose Bowl, and his team still lost because his defense was just not that good. So. It's terrible. Right. Not right. good is not even a question. It's bad. <laughs> um, 
So uh, we we all took the loss on that one. Um, I think the next one on the slate was back to the Big Ten, and Big Ten's yep. little darling number eight Northwestern oh actually falls to Jeez. Michigan State, twenty nine to twenty. Um, so Michigan State has now beaten Michigan and a number eight ranked Northwestern all in the same season, a season in which um, they are two and three. Um, so. Um, Oh, they beat them by nine. Wow, it's kind of a blowout. Yeah, Michigan State's Sneaky got a little blowout. Yeah, Michigan State's got two. Yeah, especially in a game that the totals uh forty nine points. Uh, Michigan State uh, has two wins. Uh, like I said, one's against the top ten team and one's against their in state rival. Um, so not a bad little uh little start there, um, in East Lansing. Um, I talked about Lombardi on the Picks podcast. He was 11 of 27, 167 yards. He had two touchdowns, only through the one pick. Um, so it was just enough, just enough to get done uh, what, what yeah, needed to be done. literally just enough. And uh, North, Northwestern's uh, playoff chances have uh, dwindled, um, I would say, almost completely. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen now. Yeah. This was not a, a division game, so there's still a chance that they could uh, they could play in the uh, the Big Ten championship game. They've played their six games, so they've played enough games to make it. Uh, so it looks like they will actually, uh, like you said, every couple years Northwestern makes the Big Ten yep. championship game. So yeah. um, Pat Fitzgerald's got a quiet, quietly uh, decent program there at Northwestern. If we think about, you know, yeah, they're about... always. Up. I feel like they get solid guys. As freshmen, they wait till their seniors and play, and yeah. by then they're seniors, and they just get a group, good group of decent seniors, and they go out and get to the championship. You get to the every other year. Hey, I, crazy I, every three, every two, every three years. Yeah, well, I, I like the player development thing. There's a lot of a lot of programs that, like, you know, kind of like we talked about Texas. If Texas could yes. take those five star players and develop them like Northwestern or Iowa State, oh man, um, they would be world beaters. And I also want to thank uh, Northwestern for the great gift that was Ben Skoranek. Oh yeah, thanks. Thank you for yeah, that. Three, three touchdowns against. Uh, yeah. Against the, uh, oh, who am I? What am I trying I think to say? He had three touchdowns against uh, Boston College, didn't he? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, three touchdowns against the old, Boston the old hat trick. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, what were the picks in that one? Do you already call those out? Uh, uh, me and Jake picked Northwestern, and you had the over, so you're the only one that won that yeah, game. Yeah, baby, the sweaty forty-one over forty-one. Dude, jeez, <laughs> it almost didn't go over. So, so, what's so crazy about like I haven't had any luck picking this year, and I picked a forty-one point Big Ten over, and it hits, and Caleb picks a forty-one point Big Twelve over. And it goes under. No, fifty-seven. Oh, like, 50, but still, still, twenty-five point, uh, twenty-four points, or not twenty-four, but less than thirty points per team, and it yeah. doesn't go under in a big freaking twelve. I'm telling you, like, but look at the Big Twelve this year. There's not any high-scoring games except for when no, te- Texas, Texas Tech plays. It seems like that's the only team that's throwing up some big points. All right. Oh, you would. No, I guess it would have went out of her. You would have almost missed if it wasn't for a last-second uh, fumble return. I know, I know. I saw, I, I saw that. Um, they they were doing the uh, the flea flicker lateral at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and he fumbles it into the end zone, and they scoop it and and uh, and score, so it goes over. It, 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 it almost went, it went over. Hey, I need, I need, I need every win I can get uh, to not. Yeah, it was at forty three before that, so yeah. it would have went over, I guess. To not, I need but to, barely. I need to not lose any ground. So, 
All right. Was that the last one on the list? Uh, yeah, that was it. Thank All right. Uh, just a couple other uh, games of note. Oklahoma State tops Texas Tech. Uh, like I said, Caleb, 50-44. to 44. We got 94 on the total of that game. Uh, Indiana cruises. Uh, Michael Penix uh, got injured at the end of this game in the third quarter and did not return. But they, they beat Maryland 27-11. to 11. Uh, Talia Tagovailoa had, I think, two picks. Uh, Florida Cruz 34-10 to 10 over Kentucky. Uh, that was not a close game. Um Trask had five more touchdowns. Pitts had three touchdowns. That guy's a complete animal. Um, Coastal Carolina, 49-14 to over Texas State. Louisiana, 70. I'm going to say this again, 70-20. to Louisiana scored 49 points in the first half. 49 oh, wow. points. They scored 21 in the first quarter and 28 in the second quarter. Jeez. <laughs> UL Monroe's 0 and 9 though. So and um I got a couple notable games here. Alright, let's hear it. Um Clemson routes Pittsburgh, fifty two seventeen. Rutgers gets another win, baby. Thirty seven and thirty over Purdue. Uh Greg Shiano oh. Greg Shiano yeah. and Pitt uh Sam Pittman, coaches of the year. Yep, I'd yeah. say so. But, uh Ole Miss gets a win, thirty one twenty four over Mississippi State. So Lang sniffing Kiffin. Beats old, the pirate. Yeah, and Boston College moved to six uh, six and four with a win over Louisville. Uh, Baylor sneaked out K State by one point, thirty two thirty one. Yep. And that's oh, poor old Kansas got beat fifty nine to twenty three by TCU. Sorry, old Kansas. Uh, you may have heard, you may have said this, but I missed it. Uh, Texas A and M beats LSU uh, twenty to seven. And LSU Jeez. continues to be one of the only teams to win a national championship and then finish with a losing record the next year. Uh, I'm really surprised Texas A&M couldn't muster out more um, than seven points, or excuse me, 20 points against LSU. Yeah, why didn't we pick the under in that game? Jeez. Uh, Kellen Mond was 11-35 for 105 yards. Not a pretty game for him. Uh, they pretty much just let him throw in the first half, and then Spiller took over 27 carries, 141 yards, and a touchdown. And if you watch that game, um, it was uh, it was pretty much the uh, the running back show in the second half. Um, yeah. Do Do you think Jimbo's just content with getting a lead and then running the you know kind of running the clock, or do you think that the, there's more behind the scenes to this Texas A and M offense? Um, uh, it seems like every game they play is low scoring. I think just Kellen Mond had one of those Kellen Mond games. Yeah, he was eleven. Kellamon, like I just said, before I even looked at the stats, 11 34, 105 yards. Kellamon just had a Kellamon game, and yeah. their defense was just better. Yeah. Well, LSU's and offense. Finley threw two, two interceptions. So, yeah. I mean. um, Terrence, Terrence Marshall had 10 receptions, 134 yards, one touchdown, and said, You know what, boys? I'm out of here. I'll see you next year in the NFL. Uh, so he, he is opting out for the remainder of the 2020 season. So oh, really? LSU wow. just got way worse on uh, <laughs> on offense uh, with um, him opting out. Without looking at it, Memphis Navy over under 20 points. <laughs> under. Only because yeah, only because you, you asked. Seven. Hey, that's a battle. That's crazy. Memphis that's only crazy. scored 10 points. They probably only yeah. got four possessions. Oh, I have to doubt it. Let me see how many they got. They got one possession per quarter. Uh, while, Caleb, while Caleb's looking that up, I'm going to go ahead 
uh, and let you know the games that are canceled or were canceled. Ohio State lost a game, so now they've only played four games. Uh, they have to play their next two games to even make the Big Twelve, Big Ten championship. Uh, Tulsa was postponed um, against Houston. Uh, we got Minnesota, Wisconsin canceled, um, so that's not a good one. Cincinnati, Temple was canceled. Uh, that's not going to affect Cincinnati's uh, chances of getting to their uh, AAC championship. Oklahoma, West Virginia was postponed. Virginia, Florida State again postponed right before kickoff. So. Um, COVID is making its way through the ranks and it'll be interesting to see if we can finish out the rest of this 2020 season and then move into uh, the postseason. Did you figure out the uh, the possessions on that one, Kim? He's 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 studying hard over there. I don't know if I can find that. Okay, the first half they had 11. That's, that was all played. Um, but they went... They both scored a touchdown in their second possession. They went punt, 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 missed field goal, down on fourth on uh, down turnover turn on, down. on down, punt, interception, fumble, end of half. And then they only had 14 possessions all game. Yeah. All right. Uh, so um, that was pretty rough. 14 total four, possessions. Downs, downs, punt, 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 fumble, field goal, missed field goal, punt, end of game. <laughs> so. So ugly. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So uh, the the uh, let's let, let's talk one more thing. Uh, two things. Uh, Texas is a coaching wish list number one. Uh, Urban, of course. Uh, number two, Steve Urban. Steve Sarkeesian, um, Alabama's OC, Luke Fickle, Tony Elliott, the OC at Clemson, and then fifth on the list was the Chiefs OC, and uh, for some reason his uh, name um, escapes me. So. Uh, that's the wish list uh, for Texas. We'll see how that works out. Um, the All-State playoff predictor, of course, Bama, uh, 95% is number one. I don't understand this. Ohio State is second with a 78.1% uh, chance to make the playoff. Notre Dame, 68.1, and Clemson, 50.7. Uh, rounding out the next ones is Cincinnati, 34.9, BYU, 23.1, and then Texas A&M, uh, 13.9. Um, USC is the highest ranked Pac-12 team at 13.2, followed by Florida, 12.8. Um, personally, I don't agree with these as far as, um, that make the most sense. I know they're looking at teams' chances to win out, um, I'm assuming, but I don't see how a six-win Ohio State team can make the playoffs. Um, their best win is against an Indiana team. Their entire division is terrible. Uh, Michigan is terrible. Penn State's terrible. Michigan State is not that good. Um, they've had Wisconsin's lackluster. They've already had some games. They already had two games um, canceled. I guess their best win will be against an uh, Indiana team. That I mean, that that's a good win. And then Northwestern, um, who just lost to to Michigan State. So um, I don't know. Michigan State's best win is it uh, against Wisconsin, who's had three games canceled because of COVID. So, it's it's a complete disaster in the Pac-12. It's a complete disaster in the Big Ten. Um, and I think these guys are are quickly mapping out what we predicted. And if they didn't start on time with the other conferences, that uh, it's not it's, gonna look good. it's not going to look good for them. So, um, I don't see any chance of a, of a big. I don't see any any path where you can logically explain to me that a Big Ten team should make the playoff. 
Um, and then I I don't see any chance for a Pac-12 team. No, Pac-12 is not going to happen. Big 12 is not going to happen. Big 10 shouldn't happen. If you you just start on time, dude, you're yeah, just 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 forget about it. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Um, I um, I think, and I I, I kind of posted this to uh, to uh, the Kick Six Facebook page. If you don't follow us on there, make sure you get on Facebook and then uh, just search uh, Kick Six Podcast. But um, I I put my uh, my four on there that I believed uh, should make the playoff. Um. And uh, let me see here. I got them both here. Um, the four that I would like to see would be um, Bama, um, Notre Dame, BYU, and Cincinnati. Um, yeah, so, I was about to say that. I was going to say Bama for sure, the winner of Notre Dame, Clemson, in the title game, and then Cincinnati, BYU. Yeah. Assuming uh, they both went out. Yeah, that'd be a really cool. That'd be cool to see BYU and Notre Dame play each other and then. I mean, I think I don't think Cincinnati was seeing a chance against Bama, uh, but quite frankly, I really don't see anybody that matches up. Um, no, I think I think Notre Dame's defensive line and linebackers can hold their own against Bama, um, but Bama's receivers are too good. So if if you aren't getting a pass rush, and Mac Jones has any time whatsoever, it's Katie bar the door with those receivers. Oh, they're good. And yeah. and I think you know we talked about this in an in a earlier show. That's. That's what we're all seeing is it's it takes it takes some serious um receivers. The team with the best uh elite receivers has been winning the championships lately, so yeah. it will be interesting to see. Um coming up on Thursday we'll have our week number fourteen picks. We will have um uh, wow, we're in December already. We will have um the second week of playoff rankings uh to uncover and We'll have a little more talk on uh, playoffs. We'll have a little more talk on Heisman and all that. Uh, we got some big games coming up this week. Miami Wake, Notre Dame Syracuse, Clemson Virginia Tech, uh, A&M Auburn, 6-1 uh, and one, uh, A&M against 5-3 and three, Auburn. Florida and Tennessee play. That'll be an interesting one to see how that goes. Um, Northwestern has to play Minnesota, Georgia, Vandy. That'll be ugly. Um, Oklahoma against Baylor. Um, Oregon Cal, Texas K-State. That's going to be a game that Tom Herman must win by multiple points if he even is thinking about um, considering to stay there in Austin. If not, he needs to go ahead and get the Porcel sign. Um, let's get that thing listed on Realtor.com, baby. It'd go fast there in Austin. I'm going to need that Zillow number. <laughs> um, Ohio State, Michigan State. Huh? So that's actually that's kind of sneaking up and going to be a decent one um, next week. So. It will be uh, it will be fun to see. So, uh, stay tuned here. Make sure you uh, like and and follow us on uh, Facebook. That way, you can see all of our posts. I'm gonna try to start posting more, kind of as work is slowed down for us, and uh, we'll go from there. Caleb, you got any more words? Um, I think we're good. Uh, no more words of wisdom. Huh? That's all I got. All right, Caleb says, "Let it be," and uh, for that, we will let it be, and we will see you next time. Bye.